We're going to do a podcast in the USA. We're going to do a podcast. Hey, 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 hey. We got the podcast. It's real good. We're doing a podcast. Just like we would. Like we should. Dee, 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 dee. I'm going to lean back for this one. I'm going to lean back. I'm going to do a little lean back situation. I'm going to do a little lean back. Why can't you you lean back? I can't, but the mic's way over there. Sit up. And I mean, slide in and then lean back. No, there's no place to put my feet. Well, that's the problem. (laughs) Put your feet down. All right, well, here we go. What's the point of leaning back if you can't put your feet up? I don't know. I like leaning back without my feet up. That's what I like. Rolling. <laughs> it's the Greg and Dan Show podcast, and I'm Kelch. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. I predict it as as if it's like the most steady thing in the world. Twenty years from now, Caleb Kelch will be, you know, by that time, Danny, he's 43 years old, 44 years old, whatever. Are you 24 now? I'm 24 now. Yeah, happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. He's 44. I don't know if he's got kids or not. I don't know if he's married. I don't know what he's doing. But he's got a life. He's a man. He's a man. He's a man now, but he's a man. Then at 44, he's a man. Um, still rocking the long hair. Probably got a couple more tattoos than we know of today. Um <laughs> He's successful, Danny, at all levels. He's a successful human. We hope. He's a successful <laughs> vegan. He's a oh, successful wow. runner. He's still raising money for St. Jude. Always. And every once in a while, somebody said, hey, when you were younger, didn't you uh, work with Greg Batten and Dan DiOrio? And he would chuckle. He'll chuckle. And he go, yep, I sure did. And they'll say, do you have time to tell us about that? And he'll say, how much time do you have? (laughs) (laughs) And they'll say, all the time in the world. And then they'll sit down. But even that won't be enough. It won't be enough. (laughs) And there'll be cocktails and hilarity and stories of the weirdness that was your life during the period you're living right now. Yes. I want you to remember this. I want you to remember how weird it is. That you work. And now, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying we're different cats. Dan yeah, and I understand each other. We understand that we're not normal people to work with. Yes. Normally, when you're 24 years old and you go to work with two guys that are older than you, older uh, as old as your parents, mm-hmm. or your dad anyway, uh, uh, it's not this. It's, it's yeah. like it's a couple guys. This is true. <laughs> this is insane, right? right. Well, and the thing is, is it's, it's, if I see something, and I have a joke. I'm like, I really got to talk. Uh, I really got to. Uh, and then I look around and go, the only one who will understand it is Greg. <laughs> There's no one else. I turn around. No, no like, I, know, uh, I know what you mean. I, I got to wait till I go I to work. I try it. I try it <laughs> I with other people. Never works. Never works. <laughs> Never works. Never works. So anyway, all that said, good morning. How, how are you today? It's good to see you. Good to see you. You look nice. Thanks. Are As you no do you. longer grumpy, or are you still grumpy? I was just mad because that lady like jumped us about the, the shoe store. Oh, I was so mad about that. <laughs> you just wanted to smack her with the well, brand. No, I, I just I was mad about that. I was you like, know, I don't understand why people, uh, when they're listening to two guys talk on the radio, like you and I do our show in a very familial two guys talking 
way. Yeah. We're not reading scripts. We haven't researched a, a, a thought that comes to us spontaneously. That's the definition of a spontaneous thought. <gasps> and earlier today, thank you. Earlier today, <laughs> I said something about a shoe store that I didn't know if it was open or not. And some lady called and got real mad about it. Yeah. And how and, you phrased it, you said it could be open. I, I, said, I, I don't I really said, know. I said this know. one shoe store, and I'm not even going to name it anymore. I'm not giving any more free plugs. Uh, <laughs> This one shoe store, uh, uh, I said, I'm not sure they're open anymore. Eh, they might be. I don't well, know. I'm the one who brought up. Don't say their name. <laughs> we'll bleep, bleep that, that out. We're we'll bleep that, that out. <laughs> I have nothing against those people. It's a I don't dirty know word. Them, but, but that lady wasn't nice, and she yelled at Caleb, and then he related, and that made me mad. Yeah. That made me mad. So. It's, it's okay. To be honest, I've gotten to a point where anytime that happens, I I. Only about half the time I actually tell you. No, I know. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Here's what I believe, though, is true. I think we've gotten to this place in the world where we, and social media may be responsible. I have no idea, but it's part of it. Where when somebody else makes a mistake or says something wrong, yes, we don't think, oh, they made a mistake. We think they're doing it on purpose. Mm -hmm. That somehow... They're oh oh yeah they're just yep. wanting to diss the that company yep. or it's like whatever. it's a, immediately it's like, a, a negative connotation around. Can it, I right? tell you a story? Yes, I can. Thank you. I ask you. I realize on this podcast, I ask that question too often, but I'm not going to stop. So can I tell you a story that happened to me the other day, Danny, on the trail? Yell out if I can't. Yes. I'm on the trail. <laughs> it was raining. It was raining just a little bit, and I wanted to walk on the Rock Island Trail which is, for those who don't know, a walking and bicycle trail. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of getting started. I'm just coming off of a parking lot under the trail. I have my umbrella because it's spitting a little bit, so I have my umbrella mm -hmm. up. But I've also just looked down because somebody just sent me a text. So I, I umbrella, text, and I wasn't paying attention to where I was on the trail. Uh -oh. I was left of center. And a guy was coming at me mm. and his wife. They were both on bikes he, separately, but he was first. And he, I, I didn't block him. I was just a little bit in the middle. Yeah. Right. He was pissed. He yelled at you? Yes. Yep. I was like, sorry, my fault. It was my fault. Yeah. It was absolutely my fault. Uh, we didn't collide. I didn't, uh, there was no, uh, there was no uh, accident. Yeah. I made a mistake. Yeah. I wasn't. And mistakes wow. happen. Right. Yeah. I made a mistake. Yeah. Here's my analysis right. of An the Analyze situation. me, Danny. Thank you. You get out on the Rock Island Trail yeah. to get away from people on cell phones. No, I know, but my wife had texted me, and I had just left her office. Yeah. And so I thought maybe she needed to turn, you know, yeah. have me to come back yeah. or something. That's well, and I think the wife is an important person to respond to. Let me so. tell you something. Let me tell you something. You just said two words <laughs> that make me so happy. Yeah. Because uh, uh, you don't have one, yeah. But I'm just saying this as your your surrogate father brother right now. Ready? No. When you get to be married, if that does a day happens, do not say the wife. Okay, you with okay. me? You with Got me? It. You with me? I know there are plenty of my buddies that do that. I'm telling you, that's not helping them. That is not and helping. And just below <laughs> is the little woman. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And below that, way down in there, is the ball and chain, which, yeah. of course, you're done. If you do that you're, one, you're, you're done. Yeah, you're on, the, on the bottom but of the But the wife is the beginning 
part of that. L- it was that meaning sh- more towards your wife rather than. Well, you could have just said my, my wife, your wife. wife your wife. Though, my right? apologies. No, no, I'm not asking you to apologize <laughs> because it's a there very goes common your Thanksgiving invitation. It's a very common <laughs> phrase, but it is, but it is dangerous. Oh, yes. And every time that I hear a guy sense. saying it, it makes me chuckle because I realize I realize the lava they're standing on. Mm. They don't. They think they're standing in the middle of a grassy field. No, you're not. Mm. No, you're not. You're on lava. <laughs> I would like to go back real I've quick. I've talked a lot so you know, far. You know, I think what they should do I've is... I've talked mainly all of this podcast so far. <laughs> on the trail, if you have a text, they should have a lane where you pull over and get off yes. the trail. Text, texting lane. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of talking on the trail. I do, do, I do a phone call. So my, I talk to my sister... And, and and my daughter Katie, down yeah. In Missouri. I think you've talked to me a few I've times on the trail. And yeah. the other day, I called my sister on that same trip, Danny. Yeah. And it was really windy. She goes, "Hey, I can't hear you very good because I was using headphones into my phone." So I took my umbrella. I got one of those big golf umbrellas, those Callaway ones, and I opened it. It wasn't raining anymore, but I opened it directly in front of me as a shield to the wind. <laughs> I walked down the trail <laughs> blind. With that, Danny. It would, with that, now, with it would that have been big, big poetic if that guy was coming the other way. He was. Yeah. He was. A little he, bit later, he was. <laughs> I saw him again. I didn't give him. I didn't look at him. I was mad at him. I was mad at him. No, you were the <laughs> one with the cell phone. <laughs> to go back a little bit with the, the trail. Sorry, as, I didn't have a rebuttal to that. <laughs> as someone who uh, runs a lot uh, on sidewalks and trails, uh-huh. um Something that really irritates me, and specifically about bicyclists, okay, okay? All right. about cyclists, is a courteous thing to do when you are going around someone, especially if you approach them suddenly, say, like someone who's riding a bike does, you say, on your left, right? That is a very appropriate, common, polite thing Correct. to say. Correct. I have noticed in the past couple of years, and my, my mother, who's a, a, a very big runner as well, will completely side with me here. They don't say it anymore. And I can't tell you how many times people have almost hit me or I've almost hit mm-hmm. someone just by like mm-hmm. just putting my arm up to say wipe sweat off my forehead. Yeah, and people will go berserk on you. Yeah. In fact, a couple months ago, I was running a trail. And I had a guy come out of nowhere, and I was doing just that. I was wiping sweat off my forehead, and my arm kind of went to the side, and I just about touched his arm. And he went crazy. He started yelling at me as he was still going forward, too. And he was like, he said a couple of expletives and was just very upset. And I just, I was in the mood where I was like, uh-uh, I'm not taking your... Do you throw a rock at him? No, but I I started yelling back. I was like, dude, I'm sorry, but you're supposed to say you're on your left. You're in the fault here. I'm just trying to do... Can I uh, tell you the phrase that I live by? What's that? Wheels before heels. Nope, other way around. Heels Heels before before wheels. wheels. (laughs) Nope. Here's the phrase (laughs) that I live by. Heels before wheels. You know... Heels before wheels. That's the Rock Island Trail's uh, motto over there. They have it it on a sign. Really? Walkers have... Walkers runners have the right-of-way... Ahead of I would like Good. to, from Pioneer Parkway for a while, ban bikes. Okay. If you want to ride on the Rock Island Trail where there's no people, go north and west. Go out to Princeville. You won't see people on the trail. Yeah, all right. You know what else I'd like to have? Cops. 
uh, bicycle cops yeah. or rollerblading cops. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm going to tell you a funny story. Cool. Same story where I got in a guy's way, he got mad at me, and I was talking to my sister with my shield. Uh, that came on the heels of a storm that we had had, and there was a dead tree uh, that had fallen, partially blocking the trail. And it was kind of sticking out at an angle. Yeah. It looked to be, because uh, I, I could see its its stump over there to the end, maybe 25, 30 feet long. And it was it had been dead prior to this, so there was no leaves on this, this tree. So it was all stick, right? It was all sticks. It was all sticks. And it was sticking out at an angle. So me, like uh, being a, a citizen, uh, <laughs> I'm going to get, the, get it out of there. I am going to push it back in to the woods, hopefully maybe break it and, and have it come apart, right? Uh, tree is not as dead as I think it is, Danny. And I go to push it back into the tree, the thing, and then I let go, and it almost knocks me on my ass back into the trail. It was like a boomerang. It was like a, it was, it was like a cartoon. If anybody had seen it from a house nearby, I'm sure they thought that was funny. I couldn't get it. I couldn't, so I just left it. Greg, the citizen. I was trying. I was trying to. I pick. I kick things off the trail because of uh, bicyclists. Sometimes there's big uh, uh, fruit things that are you know nuts or whatever. Oh it's yeah. Funny. I, I knock them out if you hit those little yeah, tires. I always get the sticks, yeah, big gonna, sticks, big gonna rocks. Get, you're gonna, yeah, yeah push them get, off to the side. You're going to get knocked over if you hit one of those. Yeah. So those or, guys are flying, man. Oh, exactly. Well, yeah, especially the cyclists. And, and as a runner, too, you know, uh, sometimes you don't see a rock or, or the, oh, the little yeah. nuts or anything from the yeah. trees, and, and you just land on it just a certain way, and it hurts. Yes, it I does. did that the other day. Yep. So what scares you about the future? I don't know if I want to go down this. I was in a pretty good mood up until right now. Um, my own future or the global future? Either or. I, I'm going to give you my own. I don't want to, and every person who is my age, Dan's age, ooh, Dan's going to almost, oh, boy, this is exciting. A couple of weeks, he is the same age as me. I forgot all about that. Uh, he doesn't care. Uh, that's exactly That's the best three months of my year. That's the best three months of my year. The um, future for me is I don't want to, I don't want to live in a nursing home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I know, I know, all of us say it. All yeah. of us say it, and a good percentage of us will have it happen. It, yeah. It's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, I just that that oh man makes me makes me crazy. Would you rather have like a caretaker at home type of thing? If you no, I'd it? rather I'd rather I'd rather not get old. Just I'd die? rather just no, no. I don't really want to die. I would like to just find be the guy to go. Ah, we've been waiting. It's him. It's Greg. It's he's Greg Benton. He's not aging or dying. And well, you've already as, aged. He's so. just as cool as he used to be. I think. Uh, well, you you mentioned the word nursing home. I think what it should be is uh, you should, as you age, you go back into a fraternity. Yeah, my dad always thought that. He said, why is college wasted on you guys? Yeah. He goes, it should be me and my guys. We're all 70. <laughs> we should go to college. Um, that's my biggest fear, and that's very personal. That's very personal. Yeah. And, it's understandable, and, and, though. And or deal with uh, some debilitating disease. We all know somebody who has no. something that yep. kind of knocked them out of their, their of their deal. You know, Dan and I are pretty lucky. Knock on Formica. Uh, we get to do this, and we've been doing it a long time. And no great health issues that have stopped yeah. us from doing it. Uh, the odds of that, mm, not great, of continuing, I mean. So, what about you? 
<sighs> Same thing. You don't want to see me uh, um, dead. Yeah, I don't. Want, I definitely don't want that. Uh, Dan's for me, fine, but you're but me. It's uh, it's me. <laughs> for me, it's. Uh, I think it's. So this is a very global thing, but it becomes very personal, especially for my generation, okay. and that's climate change. Okay. Um, as someone who is very environmental esque and environmental minded, mm-hmm. um, we are at a stage now where climate change isn't just a global discussion. It becomes a very personal discussion, especially for those who do have seemingly a longer future ahead of them, right? Uh, and you're talking as, about young people? Yes. As a young. Are you looking at me while you're saying that? <laughs> no. <laughs> As as someone who's part of a younger generation at the moment, it definitely becomes a topic for debate of what it will do for the future. No, there's no doubt. Um, yeah. And right now, we're definitely looking at a crossroads, and it is fast approaching. Uh, you know, just three years, two to three years ago, we were saying it was ten to fifteen years out. Uh, just about a year ago, we were saying it was about five to seven years out. Now we're saying it could be, it could be. Two years from now, it could be tomorrow. It could have been yesterday. You know, the time is of the essence. Something needs to change, and unfortunately, I fear that it might be too late. And that is something that uh, deeply terrifies me. What is your uh, uh, on the backside of that? What is the fear specifically of not just of climate change, but what there, there must be something concrete in there that you think. Uh, is going to happen, could happen, might happen, all those kind of things. Uh, well, the fact that everyone what, what, will what, die. Oh, okay. Yeah. But that won't, we will now, all die. Do you believe that that will happen quickly? Um, I think once it begins, yes. Really? I think once we really get the true natural disasters that are evident when it comes to climate change, mm-hmm. those events will happen. Will, yeah. will cause. Uh, millions to billions of deaths over several cataclysmic events right and so not one not just one not just one one, one can cost thousands to millions yeah. but several okay. will yeah, cause yeah. billions of deaths okay. and we have what 7.2 7.3 billion people on this planet right Something now like um so it it scares me and i i think what scares me the most and this become this is where it becomes really personal is for those like I have a younger sister, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm very close with her. And someone who who is younger than me too, seeing that myself, like yes, I'm only say 10 to 12 years older than someone of her age, but uh I feel like at least I've had a little piece of life already where I'm able to be an adult yeah. and it, climate change hasn't necessarily fully affected it yet. She is more than likely, by the time she's my age, to be in a time where climate change has fully affected everything, every part of her life. With the exception of this, and this is where my unbridled optimism comes roaring in, I believe in humans. I do, too. And I believe that we will it will be something that we, we you and I and Danny don't even we can't even fathom it yeah. we can't even fantasize about it mm-hmm. that there's something will happen something I, I, I hesitate to say invented but maybe yeah. I don't know what it is because because in every generation of, of humans so far every big brother 
to the little sister has said something similar. The scary part was different. Now it's climate change. Uh, it used to be overpopulation. It used to be nuclear war. It used to be, I mean, what? name it. Na- yeah. Name it. There was always something that we worried about that younger group. Oh, I don't want them to have to go through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I that, believe in humans too. I don't mean to say that that discounts anything. I'm, yeah. That's not what I mean. It's just it's a human nature, especially with kind people like yourself, who are worried about the next group. Yeah. The, the, the next group. I Dan mean, and I are selfish because we're baby boomers, and we're just worried about us. Did you see how we did that, Dan? You and I, Dan and I are worried about what's going to happen to us, yeah. not, well, I'm our, worried not about our children the future or our grandchildren. No, we don't. Yeah. Dan and I don't care. We don't care. <laughs> well, we're just worried about the I two will of say, us. I, I believe in home. humans as well. And, and I'm not actually, to be honest, I, I, I feel like everything I, I said was pretty non-biased and simply in the middle i'm just simply talking yeah, about not, the future yeah, yeah, i I, I would say when it when it comes to this topic as someone who is in very uh environmentally conscious mm-hmm. uh i would say i'm pretty optimistic for the most part compared to others i am i'm fairly optimistic i will say in the past year i have leaned a little bit more pessimistic but i think you also have to recognize like the earth is a really interesting object right it's a living thing the earth is something that over time has had many events which has led to many different extinctions if you were to say that it is now humanity's time to be extinct yeah i would believe you oh, sure sure because we, we've the had will be fine exactly humans may not be but this earth is will be fine. and, and yeah. what we've done to the earth is not saying that the earth will die right it's simply oh, just yeah. saying that the this react. is time yeah, yeah this is time for the earth to move into its next phase dude i saw something about the earth the other day i wanted to tell you guys what's that guy that's real smart what's his name bill nye no different guy uh, uh, Neil yeah. deGrasse yes. Tyson. Or yes, whatever. you know what I'm talking about? The planet doing, guy? Yeah, planet guy. He's doing an interview. He said, the earth, if you were to, if you were like a giant being and you could rub the earth with your hand, it would be as smooth as a cue ball. Really? He goes, the distance between the lowest part on earth, which is a chasm underneath the ocean, and the highest point on earth the tallest mountain Mm -hmm. he goes it's negligible compared to the size of the planet so if you were to feel it you wouldn't feel it. It would just yeah. feel smooth to you. That's crazy. Yeah, it's so good to think yeah. about. I love that, that guy's a genius. He is, he, he could, and he also could be completely full of it. And the, and the, the rest be. of us are dumb enough. We go, Dan. It's, that's the way it would be. And he's got a great stash. Oh, like, let's man, be honest let's here. Do good. Yeah. Uh, good can stuff. I talk about something else? You were talking about Earth. I want to talk about littering. Oh. Okay. Who do we want to get started this on this? This past week on the IDOT uh, 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 Illinois Department of Transportation signs yes. all over the state, it said, uh, concentrate on driving, uh, not on littering or something yes. to that effect. Yes, that I know effect. what you're talking about. I can't put my brain around littering. I don't. Why people do it? I don't get it. And so yeah. easily, too. Easily. Boom. Yeah. This cup. Here's my thing. This package I, just goes on the ground. How to is do that it, happening? To do it in a car, to me, is very, uh, I don't know a better way to put it, ballsy. But, 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 <laughs> but, but where else would you do it? I mean, mainly it's coming out of a car. I don't walk down the street throwing garbage on the ground. But you'd be surprised. Really? A lot of people do it. Do you do it, Dan? Do you yeah. litter? You litter? No. You litter okay, I, you litter right now, I run on a lot of sidewalks. Car? 
Well, it's all in your car, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I run on a lot of sidewalks right now, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I have to uh, pick up or if it's really big and disgusting, push it to the side of the road of uh, the different pieces it's of a, litter, of it, debris. Okay, so there is a guy in Peoria. We interviewed him. Dan and I interviewed him a long time ago. I don't remember his name. Uh, he doesn't work for the city, but he volunteers mm-hmm. for the city and three days a week or something. He, he goes and up picks up. And picks up garbage and stuff. And then there's mm-hmm. neighborhood cleanups and all yeah. that stuff. I will tell you, I have a strong compulsion to do that. I, I have actually, a strong compulsion to just walk around and pick up garbage. Mm-hmm. I also have a compulsion to go stand in the middle of green fields, but that's so I don't know, that's and I different. don't, and I don't do, I don't do either of them. But but it's, do you start singing "The Hills Are Alive"? No, but I do because <laughs> uh, uh, I don't want to be on a hill. I want to be in a flat. Okay. If I see a big flat field, the flat I like being right in the middle. Alive. But the garbage is weird to me. <laughs> you're you're driving and you think roll the window down, throw the garbage out. Yeah, my uh, I so I'm someone who, whenever I am running or or walking out, I will pick up a, a couple pieces of garbage and throw it away at the n- nearest uh, garbage can and everything. And and I definitely get that from my grandmother, Grandma Gracie. Yeah, she Gracie. is that way as well. Yeah. She, In fact, I, <laughs> growing up uh, and hanging out with her, I'll never forget the different times we'll be in the parking lot. And across the parking lot, we'll see a piece of garbage. It's like, hold on, before we can even get really? to the car, that's literally right next to us. we got to go all the way to the other side of the parking yeah. lot, grab the piece of her. garbage, and throw it away. Good for her. Yes, that's she's always good. been... Yeah. Uh, very mindful of that. I think all our garbage should be edible.